What's up, everybody? It's John Morgan. Listen, I want to just say thank y'all to everybody who has been supporting this podcast. Um, I cannot grow this without the support of the community who allows me to grow. So thank y'all to everybody who's been supporting, everybody who's been sharing it, everybody who is a subscriber on YouTube, everybody who has purchased merch from me, everybody who just tells somebody, you know, through through telling somebody in conversation who share these podcasts and your group texts. Thank y'all. I, I, I cannot do this without you guys. So thank you for that. Right now, we want to ask for a specific type of support right now. If you can, stop what you're doing. Yes, you right now. Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing right now. Go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Become a subscriber to this page, the Live Your Purpose podcast YouTube channel. Become a subscriber. Like, share, tell somebody about it. But stop what you're doing right now. Go to your YouTube page and become a subscriber. Click it. Click subscribe on the YouTube page and become a subscriber with this page. It allows us to grow and it allows us to, to touch different reach for different people. So please, if you could, if you call yourself a supporter, if you want to continue to see us grow and continue to see us build, stop what you're doing right now. Go to YouTube. Click that subscribe button. Like, thumbs up, all of that. Please, right now, Live Your Purpose Podcast. Peace. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Live Your Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, John Morgan Jr., before we get into our wonderful guest for the day, man, allow me to just say thank y'all to everybody who has been supporting the pod. Um, we coming off the heels of, of our first ever pop-up shop last Thursday at El Patron. Shout out to everybody who came through, man. That was a that was a wonderful, wonderful event. I'm not just gassing it because it was mine. I'm really just being genuine. Um, we had to reschedule. You know, we were supposed to have it the week before. And... In, in God's timing, man, divine order, bro, it happened the way it's supposed to. We end up rescheduling, and it turned out to be better, you know, for the reschedule. Uh, everybody showed up. Um, we got a lot of support. Everybody said they had a wonderful time. It felt good. You know what I'm saying? The moment felt good. So I'm I'm very appreciative of everybody who came out. So if you came out last Thursday, man, much love to you. If you bought some merch, much love to you, man. If you had a drink at El Patron with me, much love to you. Thank you all so much. I don't ever take that for granted. Um... Right now, if you can, man, go to the Lead Your Purpose Podcast YouTube channel, like the like the videos that you see, also become a subscriber. Um, if you want to go in and support and get any of the merch that we have right now, lypp.org. Again, that's www.lypp.org for the merch. Um, all in all, again, man, thank you for the people who've been supporting. You know, I cannot do this without the support of the, of the, of the community that, that's, that's been riding with me, so thank y'all. Um, again, man, for those, if it's your first time checking out the pod, Leo Purpose Podcast is a space where, you know, we are intentional about highlighting entrepreneurs, specifically black entrepreneurs, to really get into their backstories about how they currently live in their purpose. You know, we want to have organic and authentic conversations with people, man, to really be able to inspire and encourage people. You know, we've, we've had some wonderful guests, man. So, um, we just, we just going to keep building and keep growing. Um, and our next guest that we have, man is none other than D Rich himself, man. Listen, if you if you are if you are invested into sports, you know what I'm saying, basketball specifically, even football for young people, it's no way you never heard of who D Rich is, man. This dude 
got one of the biggest brands, if not the biggest brands for sports, man, in the world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem, man. <laughs> Thanks for coming for on, sure. bro. Man, thank you for having me, for sure. How you feeling, man? Blessed to be here, man. Yeah, for real. How yeah. you doing? I'm, I'm wonderful, man. Thank, thanks for being a guest, bro. For sure. You are, man. I, um, I'm trying to even think, bro. The first time I even heard about the brand of D-Rich TV, it had to be like six, seven years ago. It was at a camp here, and I think I just went, and I just seen you shooting your video. You had the camera with you. Yep. But again, I'm, I'm like, okay, that's dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? He doing his thing. He branding his own thing. But... I, I, I really didn't become a social media person until, like, the last two years. Okay. So, like, I think maybe eight months ago, I think I seen maybe Brian repost a video or something, and I went to your page. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah. Brad's doing his thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I went and did my homework on you, man, on your YouTube page. I'm like, no, he done built a real-life brand, like, right. what he doing, man. So, I think that what you're doing is amazing, bro. So, salute to you, bro. Yeah, man, thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate the support. Yeah, no problem, man. So, the way that we want to do it, man, I want to get into, like, your whole story a little bit, you know, your, your backstory, man, and really kind of, like, be able to highlight D-Rich the guy, like, you know what I'm saying, before uh -huh. we even kind of got into the, you know, the branded side of things, man. So, like, first and foremost, man, you know, being here from this city of Akron, bro, when you reflect coming up in this city as a youngster, what you what you think back on when you think back of your early days coming up? I think of like going to book to high school football games back when Claude Brown was there. <laughs> uh, that was that was a big part of my childhood. You know, yeah, yeah. Akron Pee Wee football when it was really Akron Pee Wee football. You know, Ac Facts. West, East, South. You know, just meeting a lot of people doing that. Okay. Um, and, and LeBron, that was a big part of my my childhood too. Just hearing stories about him and everything like that. So yeah. When I think about Akron, those are the main things that stick with me for real. Bro, it's so, it's so crazy that you say Pee Wee football, bro, because I literally – it's people that I met years ago from playing Pee Wee football that I still know to this day from playing Pee Wee. And I'm talking about when the city was, was – it was way different than what it is well, now. Oh, yeah, man. Shooter – if it's the shooters now or people that's doing different stuff in the street, everybody played football Facts. back then, and that's, that's how fact. you knew – Everybody, yeah. no matter who they were, they played football. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fact. And it was one league. Mm -hmm. It wasn't no five, six, seven, eight leagues. It was one league. You either played for West, East, Patterson, South, or the Hawks. Yep. That, that, that was it. It wasn't no traveling league. Nah, 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 nah. So that's, that, that's a fact, man. Those, those who know, uh, know. Um, listen, man, we coming off a um, we coming off a historical year in, mm -hmm. in, in 2020. I know for myself, man. I learned a hell of a lot about myself in 2020. Like, you know what I'm saying? The pandemic, obviously, I had my first child in 2020. Mm. I unfortunately lost my mother in 2020. Damn. So it was just a, like, it was forced reflection. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? For me. What did you personally, like, learn about yourself in, in 2020? Just, you know, spiritually, mentally, just like, period. What you learned about yourself? Yeah, the pandemic was, was definitely a rough spot for me, man. Just, you get time to sit and reflect on where you come to your, in your life, man. For me... It was a time for me to to really reflect on what I what do I want to do mm. in the future that I haven't done in the past or and like you got to sit and really look at yourself in the mirror and like do I really like who I'm becoming mm. and for me I I say yeah but I gotta use my voice like I used to do back in the day because I felt like I put myself in a box and I'm like I'm not really doing really what I love doing like I'm doing stuff and people see me filming basketball games football games but I'm not really using my voice to make a difference and I said I gotta start talking the same way I ended doing the gym on the microphone, you yeah. know, like I used to do when I was in high school or in middle school, man. I, I, I stopped doing that for a while. I lost myself for a minute, but it really gave me time to sit down and think about what do I want to do in the future. And 
I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's 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 interesting, man, that you say that. Talk talk a little bit more about that, like, you know, having to really find yourself behind this mic. You know what I'm saying? Because even myself, man, what I've learned about through doing this pod is that like, bruh, it's such a process It's just like getting comfortable and mm-hmm. being and being yourself. And like when I look back at some of my earlier videos, yeah. it's like way <laughs> cringy because I'm like, man, I ain't even really, you know what I'm saying, being myself all the way. And I had to like, you know, like, nah, bruh. Like you just said, I gotta be my same self off this mic, you know, or I gotta be my same self on this mic that I am off the mic. Exactly. But talk talk to me a little bit about like your process and like how you had to like, you know, realize that, yo, let me let me be myself, you know, because I got a platform. Yeah, man. You know, you watch a lot of people on TV and a lot of people try to emulate different people. That's and it. The, the thing about me is I never really emulated anybody. I would take little bits and parts from people the way that they go about things, but I would never try to mimic exactly the way that they do things. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be like Stephen A. Smith, you know, he, some people say he's loud and some people like to call him ignorant, but I feel like he's just an energetic dude. Yeah. And ESPN kind of pushed that. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Shannon Sharp, they're trying to make Shannon Sharp kind of like Stephen A. Smith. But mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp got his own way of going about things too. Right, right. Uh, Skip Bayless, just say crazy stuff. I don't think he believes half the stuff he <laughs> right. say. There's so many different ways that you can go about how you want to do things, but at the end of the day, if you're not unique, it's not going to stick for real because mm-hmm. people will know Oh, this dude trying to act like Charlemagne the God. Yeah. This dude trying to act like a DJ Envy or yep. or star reporter or academics. Right. You right. got to find your own lane because all those people, believe it or not, academics, uh, star reporter. I don't know if you know about the star reporter. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah, star. Yeah, they all different mm-hmm. and unique in the way they go about things. Charlemagne the God. Like everybody got their own way, and that's why they stick because yep. they're unique. You yep. can't copy. So for me, I just... I started at an early age, as you said, like seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just able to find myself throughout those years. If you go look at my old YouTube videos, you'd be like, damn, like, dude, really found yourself because I was speaking way different back then. Mm-hmm. And I found myself throughout the years and I found something that I can stick to. Man, who who are some of your earliest influences, just like entrepreneurs or even just creatives as a whole when you when you was a youngster? Not looking back on it, who were some of your uh, influences? Man, as a youngster, I wasn't really too much into the – we in a new day and age now. Yeah. Like these kids nowadays, they can look at the internet and be like, oh, "I'm influenced by this." Back in middle school, we didn't have, really have internet or like that, so I wasn't really influenced by anybody that was an entrepreneur. Once I got out of high school, though, that's when I really started to look at different people, like Stephen A. Smith. Like, like he was blowing, taking off at the time I got out of yeah. high school, so that's like the main person that everybody watched. But on, on the entrepreneur side, I never really had anybody growing up as a young. And now I looked at to like man like oh he, he an entrepreneur i want to do my own thing yeah it's just something for me that organically happened like i always felt like i wanted to be the entrepreneur that i am today so man what what made you pick pick the camera up like how did how did it even how did it even come about like you know what i'm saying what was what was the the moment or you know what i'm saying situation that happened for you was like man let me get behind this camera well my girl i used to i moved in with my grandma i used to live with my grandma and she had bought me a mac computer mm. like it was like two thousand mm. dollars i don't know why she got it for me but it was in the basement and it had the camera on it and everything and i used to get in front of the camera and and goof around what year it, what year was this this was like 2009 okay okay yeah so that's a big deal that's yeah, a big deal right so then i went to school like a week later after i got that mac and my dude gary council mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a i'm a snitch him out on this one <laughs> he had got he had got a camera that was hot. It was stolen, like a flip camera. Mm. And I seen him with the camera. I said, let me, I used to burn CDs and sell CDs in school. I said, let me burn him like 10 CDs in exchange for that camera because mm-hmm. he just goofing around with it. Mm-hmm. I can actually use it. Mm-hmm. And once I did that, that's when things started to take off, just going around the school with the camera, kind of mm. vlogging, going to basketball games, filming with a, it was a garbage camera for real. But I was just filming and 
doing like my own little mini report at halftime, just really finding myself. Uh, that, that's 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 really that's really when it started. And then I started to get notoriety at school. I'm like, damn, like people really rock with what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, because I, I went to Kimmel half a day for vocational, mm-hmm. and people over there would know me. And then I go to Book Through, and people knew me there. It was like mm. it was crazy. I'm like, people really watching these videos, even though they only might have like 200 views. Mm. People in tune with what I'm doing. Like mm. that's why it's always not important about the views you get. It's about who watching. Yeah. You know, so you can feel it. Man, so <laughs> that's so crazy because in '09, let's I graduated high school in '07. Oh nine, Facebook is just kind of like becoming a thing. Like you still, ha- you had to have a, a a college ID to even get on Facebook. So social media was not what yeah, it was. It wasn't. So what was what was the state of? Was you you put these on YouTube then? I was I was just I would put them on YouTube. I didn't know nothing about thumbnail. I mean I don't think they had thumbnails then. It was I used to just throw videos up and put crazy titles on them, and then I would uh, go to Facebook and upload it on Facebook. Just a whole bunch of just random stuff. So what was what was the state of YouTube though at all time? I don't even well, remember. I, I, I mean, Soldier Boy. That's why he my favorite. Matter of fact, Boy a legend, when, you, man. when you talk about entrepreneurship, that was the first person I looked at. He, he a, a legend, legend, bro. Yeah, he a legend. Because he was the first. He was the only person like really on YouTube going yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I used to watch all his videos. I even bought a CD one time. That's how really how inspired I was by him. Just the stuff he was doing, bro. He was just going crazy on YouTube, and I saw that. I'm like. Okay, so I started posting to YouTube, but it wasn't like it is now. Like I didn't know nothing about monetization and making money off YouTube. It was just I'm a post and whatever happened happened. You know, same with Facebook. Facebook wasn't it like it is today. You can go viral on Facebook. It wasn't nothing like that. You had to really have like your own audience to come in and engage. Not like now how it is. Dang, that's that's so crazy, man. But being uh, being ahead of the being ahead of the game, because like you said, man, it's not back then. It's not anywhere near what it is today. Oh no! Nah. Like when kids like. Man, in 09, if a kid told you they wanted to be a YouTuber... Oh, you laughing at him. Man, what? <laughs> or even sell sneakers right, or anything. Right, like, you're going to be like, right. man, like, you need to find another way. Go to college. Like, yeah. we in the, the world now, bro, that's why I, That's why I kind of, throughout the pandemic, I kind of got like, in a, I wouldn't say depressed, but I was kind of like in the mindset of like, damn, I've always been like ahead of the curve. I've never been able to like, be like in the moment where stuff mm. is going on. Like, because I was on YouTube, mm. same stuff that you see a lot of groups of people doing, me and my friends was doing the same stuff, making little skits and stuff. And then we got older and people started branching off, doing different different things. Some people, unfortunately, not here with us no more. Yeah. So we was always kind of like ahead of the curve. And I'm like, man, like I need to get in the moment. Like, just a lot of stuff I was ahead of the curve on, bro. Yeah. And I'd be yeah. like, damn, I missed the moment where I could have capitalized, like, monetarily. Man, what was your dreams as a kid? I wanted, I wanted, to, I wanted to go D1 in football, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Typical. Go like, to the league. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to go to the league. Yeah, like, the league. I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, the reason I asked that is, man, because I, I know for myself, same thing. I, I wanted to go to the league. I wanted to hoop. But my hoop dreams fizzled out quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew for a fact that, like, all right, it's a super small percentage of people that actually go to the league. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And for real, for real, man, at one point in time, it was just a matter of, like, going to school and getting a job. I'm just trying to survive. Yep. You, know, you know what I'm saying? But I had always had some level of um inside of me, man. I always wanted to do something like on the sports reporting side, just something media-based yeah. or, or whatnot. But, man, I, I lost that, you know what I'm saying, when it kind of came to just, like, surviving. But now coming back and picking up the podcast, it's like, all right, you know, I'm leaning back into some childhood stuff that's right. just, you know, you know, allowing me to pursue some passions. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's, so it's, 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 it's interesting that – a lot of us had those same dreams, but man, sometimes those dreams never die, man. Man, man, li- man, life. Don't let nobody. F- 
the kids, if you watching this, man, life get rough, bro. That's a like fact. after high school, it, it get rough. That's it's, a fact. I'm surprised that I was even t- able to stick with my passion for as long as I, I kind of never gave up. I might have had times where I got like kind of down in the dumps, but I never like just quit and said, ah, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. And, and fortunately enough, I had situations in my life where I was able to keep going. I didn't have a kid at a young age. I, yeah. didn't, I really had nothing really hold me back. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to keep going. And people... Everybody have dreams, but some of them fizzle out, like you yeah, said. Like everybody yeah. want to go to the NFL. There's some people working out right now that's 28, yeah. thinking they about to go to the league, not realizing, yeah. like, bro, like it's over, it's over bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. like figure something else yeah, out. You, 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 an older NFL player. Yeah, at that it, point. It's, it's over with. Man, so what was what was your support system around the time, like when you actually, you know, kind of leaned into, you know, building your brand and just doing the D Rich TV? Was people not understanding it, and they like, man? You might want to consider, you know what I'm saying, really getting a gig. Or did you have people like, no, nah, bro, you got something. Keep keep going. Man, what people, was your support system like? People always told me I was on to something. Mm-hmm. You know, people probably expect from me right now to not even be in Akron. They probably expect for me to be in Los Angeles or something. Because yeah. even the hood people or teachers, they all, they would always say, you on to something. Like, you mm-hmm. got what it takes. Mm-hmm. I, I, and back then, I didn't really, like, know what they meant. I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. Maybe they just pat me on the back. but. Yeah. Everybody was in tune to what I was doing, man. Like people that was wasn't even really big social media people at the time. That was just in tune with what I was doing. Everybody wanted to be on camera, even if it was just for a second. People always been in tune with what I was doing and supporting. I never really had nobody. Of course, they didn't say it to my face, but nobody really never said nothing. Like, man, he ain't never gonna right. take off and get to right. where he want to go. Man, nobody never said. Did that. you ever have any like lack of confidence or self doubt in yourself that like, man, this might not, this might not be it, man? <laughs> all the time, right. you know, all the time, right. but. Like Nipsey Hussle said, you got to keep going. Mm-hmm, you know? Like uh, I was watching the video of Rick Ross one time. He said, man, you you may fail nine times, but that 10th oh, time, yeah. it might just poof, mm-hmm. just take off. So mm-hmm. even to this day, I still keep like keep pushing no matter how much success I have because I'm still not where I want to be. So I keep thinking, like, man, the day going to come if I keep working, man, it's going to catch up with what I've been doing. And you know what, man? I can I can feel that and see that in your, in your brand. Like right. it speaks to – persistency and consistency number one like i can tell that you are strategic with your posting mm-hmm. like people may look at it like oh, he posting two three times a day but you posting at certain times a day right like you posting certain things at certain times right and it's like okay he didn't figure out his niche but you also like you know you being consistent like you can tell that like you know that's something that you found works for you can you speak to that a little bit yeah man uh Instagram, man, is kind of like the thing where one post may not go like another post. You know, same with TikTok, uh, YouTube. Like, people get so into the views to the point where, like you said, you might think I post at a, st- a strategic time, but if I, if I want to post, I just post. I don't, mm-hmm. I got to the point where I said, bro, I'm just going to post okay. when I want to post. Yeah. Because people will say, oh, it's best to post in the morning. It's best to post at night. I think it's best to post when you want to and just whatever right. happens, happens right. with no expectations. Right. All because, the way organic. All the way organic. Because yeah. when you try to, like, schedule stuff, if it don't go as planned, you're going to be down in the dumps. Right, <laughs> For right, real. So, right. me, I just, when something happened that I want to react to, boom, I just post it. If somebody DM me something that they want me to react to, boom. If it's something my voice needs to be heard on, boom, I just put it out and just go with the flow. Yeah. So, man, how did the, how did creating, like, the even, even the name, like, how did the name D-Rich and, like, the brand, like, how did it come about to be a thing that you was like, all right, I'm going to lean into this and, like, you know, make the best. How did it even start? Well, man, like I said, I live with my grandma. My grandma got a big house on the west side, so people thought I was rich. Mm. And I used to hang around my dudes, Shahala, Darius, Gary, and they used to rap. Mm-hmm. 
and me just hanging around them, you know, birds with a feather flock together. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm about to try to rap too. It's me mm-hmm. just being young, like right, right. 11th grade. Right. So it's like, we don't give you a name. Right. Uh, at first, I was going to say decoy. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> but then, but then my dude Darius was like, no, I mean, that's a copy of something. You can't name him decoy. Right, right. And then he was like, what about D Rich? Mm. You know what I mean? Because everybody thought I was rich because I had the computer uh. and. People thought I had an elevator in my house. Right, like, right, we, we so right, young, young-minded, right, bro. Right, right, right. <laughs> so they get named me D-Rich. I did one rap song, and it, yeah, it wasn't for me. <laughs> and then I just, I said, okay. When I got the camera, I said, they called me D-Rich. I just put the TV at the end, mm. D-Rich TV, and just, boom. This road, ever since then, has been takeoff. Yeah, that's hard, man. Yeah. yeah that, 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 that's hard. Um, Like, when you, when you look back on when you were, you know, building it back then, Looking, looking at it now, do you look at yourself and like, damn, like, I just was chasing something. I had no idea what I was going to, but I'm, I was just chasing something. How do you view that? Uh, you know, when you're younger, man, you don't really got no expectations because you don't got no responsibilities. You ain't got no phone bill. You ain't got no electric bill. You don't got to pay property tax on the house. You're mm-hmm. just young, just going with the flow. But as you get older, you think back to those moments where you had no worry in the world. You're like, man, damn, I wish I still had that point in my life where I didn't have to worry about none of the stuff that I got to worry about now as an adult yeah. with the responsibilities that I yeah. got. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because, like, <laughs> when I was doing my research just on you and just, like, through your YouTube, um, I went through some of your early stuff. Yeah. And one one of the videos you posted a couple years ago, you was like, man, you talked about five things that you wish you knew. Yeah. And you was like, one of them was, like, the importance of drinking water. Oh, hell yeah. Gallon of water a day. <laughs> man, you gotta have it. I see you got your gallon you know, right there. Every day, bro. <laughs> every day. Changed my life. Every day. You said a drink, drink a gallon of water. Um, I think it was, I, I know reading was in, reading was essential. Yep. Not to, not to chase the chicks. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a factual one. <laughs> um, I think the other one was just like a lot of the shit that we think matters don't don't even matter. It bro. don't. And it was and it was one more. I can't think of what it was. It might have been that. I don't know if his stuff happens. Uh, but I know I know I know the one that you said that was one of the most important ones was uh the um the got in the water a day and mm-hmm. the reading the book. People mm-hmm. used to say if you want to hide anything from a person, hide in the book. Yeah. I didn't start reading books really until like three, four years ago. Like yeah. really just sitting down, like, you know, going th- Yeah. Like, man, this is I'm like, man, I'm learning so much. I'm happy as hell to go the next day. I was reading ten pages a day. I'm happy as hell waiting to the next day to read another ten pages. So that 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 to me was the most important, like reading the book, how much knowledge I can get. Even though it took me till I was like twenty five, no, no, you know, at I'm, least I, I caught I, on. I'm the same way, bro. I didn't bro, reading books, that was bro. It it wasn't the thing to do, and I didn't even understand the value in in, right. in in reading. So I think the first book I really read cover to cover might have been the autobiography of Malcolm X. That was the, that was the first no, but the first one I read was Mike Tyson's autobiography, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then I read the Malcolm X one. Was to me was insane, That's bro. A when you read changer, it, bro. game changer. You, you got to read that book. Game changer. <laughs> every, every I think every I think everybody should read it, but definitely every black person should read that book, man. Yeah. Like first off. The book was just so deep and it was so layered that it just opened my mindset to the importance of just like, number one, what it let me know was that, you know, the evolution of man mm-hmm. is what's important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And from there, after I read that one, it just was one one after the other. You know what I'm saying? What were some more books that, like, you know, really impacted you? Uh, the movie, uh, the one, um, um, Unf Yourself. I don't know if I'm, I'm no, you unfuck good? Yeah, unfuck Yourself. <laughs> I mean, I ain't never even heard of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good one. Uh, the Babylon, Richest Man in Babylon. Great. That, that was a good one. Um, 
50 Cent's book actually was pretty good, The 50th Law. I didn't read that one. Uh, I, I, was, I started to read 48 Laws of Power, but I, that's for some, for some reason I, I ventured off of it. I read it years ago, and when when I at the time I read it, I couldn't I couldn't value it like that. I told myself I was going to read it again, but I never never went back to it. You mentioned one that I thought was a good one, though, uh, Digital minim, uh, Minimalism. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wonderful book. Yeah, yeah, I read that one, too. Yeah, yeah, that was a good, that was a good book, too, man. Just made me think about, damn, I'm really trapped in, in this world. It's just like... Every day, like it's crazy, yeah. man. Like, yeah, yeah, we, we it's it's like way scary, man. Oh yeah, you know it's, what I'm it's, cra- it's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, digital minimalism, man. Y'all go, y'all go pick that book up for sure. It's, it's it's kind of a book about basically um how we are, like you said, trapped by these by these phones, this technology, oh, yeah. this social media, and how it really you know uh, influences our decision making, impacts our self worth. Impacts our relationships. Yeah, we all listen. When Kanye said we knew slaves, people had a problem with that, bro. But that's no matter what you say about dude, that's that's facts. Like we knew slaves, bro. Yeah. These phones. The first thing you do when you wake up in the morning, nine times out of ten, is check your phone. Me, I got. I'm trying to venture myself off from doing that because you'll wake up, see some bad news, or just see something. So yeah, like we we really slaves to this technology for yeah, real. Yeah, no, no, that, no. That's that's a fact. I mean, one thing that I do, I, I was sleeping with my phone out here. Yeah. Um, but my lady was like, "Nah, you waking the baby up with that shit." So right. you know, you know, bring it in the room. But I still don't. I still do not touch my phone for like the first hour. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, so you just wake up and just go about I, I, the day. I, I wake up, go to the gym, get my workout in. I don't touch my phone at all. You know what I'm saying? And after I'm done with my workout, then I, you know what I'm saying? I get on, you know, check my IG and all that other shit. You yeah, know, you yeah, know what I'm saying? That's why I need to <laughs> it's, start doing. It's, it's a process, bro. It's a process. Yeah, I know it's, it's a process because it's, 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 it's like when you don't got it, you feel naked. You that, feel like, man, I ain't got my phone on me. That's that, that's that's 100% facts. Um, what What's your... Speaking of that, man, what's your what's your day to day look like? Like, how much are you really in the in the gym with with these young guys? Like, what's your what's your scheduling day to day? Because I'm I'm seeing you, you know what I'm saying, from afar, and I can tell you putting in work. Like I said, you posting, um, doing a lot of content, which is not easy work. Right. Like people think that creating content is just doing something sm- small, and you know, you may have a system now, and whatnot, right. but like that's not easy work to do. So, like, what's your day to day kind of look like? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, with social media, man, day to day, that's why I'm on my phone so much. Sometimes I just scroll up, check my. T- so many people DM me stuff to look at every day, bro. Mm-hmm. I just that's why I feel like I gotta be attached to my phone. I can wake up and really be in tune with players. But on the weekends, though, throughout the summer, that's when I really get to travel and and, and meet different players and stuff like that. When I first started, I was really on a on. A, I maxed out a credit card. I was on a roll like, every weekend, bro. Really, just man. meet this this building relationships with people, getting in the gyms. And just seeing how this basketball world works, because it, it's different, bro. This bas- <laughs> That's why you can see, like, the social media, how these basketball players are so influential. Some of them even more influential than NBA players, because mm. this basketball world with the youth, it's, it's insane, man. It's insane. So I try to stay in tune with on social media every day. That's why I scroll down on TikTok and Instagram. Really more so Instagram. Uh, YouTube don't really do me no justice on that side. But Instagram, I can just stay in tune with all the players who commit and where breaking news with all these little platforms that break news. Yeah. It's crazy. Man, what what is that what is that world like, that basketball world like today? Cuz again, man, it's it's completely different than, you know, me and you was in high school around the mm-hmm. same time like 14, 15 years ago, the internet wasn't what it is. So like right. what is that world like today seeing, you know, seeing it how, how you see it? What is that world like? It's grimy. Mm. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of snakes out there, yeah. um, but it's it's also fun too because you get to see the level one man. I like to stay like in the middle school level, maybe a little ninth and tenth. But after that, I kind of like venture off yeah. with the player because I like to see him at the the youthful stage they when it's still, yeah. yeah when it's organic yeah. and you see him before they blow up. 
before they get the blue check mark, before they get the endorsements and stuff, when they just young and just you know wet behind you, they don't yeah, know no better. You know what I mean? They're just out there playing. They don't know what's lying ahead of yeah, them. They still the, love it. They still love it. Still love it, man. Until they start getting criticized and man, like cause some of these players going through it. I mean, as far as like every day somebody leaking fake stories about them. So I like to stay at the level when it's just organic, but it can get treacherous in, <laughs> in that basketball world for sure, bro. Yeah, yeah it's crazy, <laughs> man. It's it's so crazy that you say that because, man, <laughs> I, I believe that. I believe that these young this, the um the amount of pressure that these young cats is up oh, under yeah. from these phones and this internet and this nonstop every day. Oh yeah, bro, that's that is completely different than anything we experience, man. They experiencing a different level of pressure. Oh hell yeah, man! Like. <laughs> Like, we, people, like, I knew about LeBron, but I never got a chance to really, like, see it, like, right. on camera. Like, so it's still kind of like a like a ghost. Like, oh, LeBron, man, he was he did this against Central Howard or Akron U, or he yeah. did this in Columbus. It was kind of like a – I've never really seen it, like, in person, like, on the phone, like, how we do social media now. It's still kind of like a ghost. Nowadays, it ain't none of that. Like, people get to see you every day. Every move you make, people get to see it. So you're going to be criticized. Every Everything you do. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure Brian had games where he probably had, like, 20 points, maybe 10 assists, 10, 10 rebounds. Yeah. Some people nowadays, they look at that 20 points, oh, wait, he ain't scored 35, and just criticize him in the comments. Yeah. It's a different damn world now, bro. Man, how many how many kids are you seeing that actually have, like, solid support systems around them that's kind of, like, doing a good job of, like, protecting them and just funneling them away away from the bullshit? How many – How many? what's the nice percentage that you think have good support systems? Mm, i say about – I mean, about forty percent for real, bro. Really? Yeah, that's I, still high though. That's still that's still high. Yeah, forty percent, then sixty percent be like they got people that's handlers, people that's just in their life trying to just Man, even that young. Oh hell yeah, they see because but some of it, some of us is in good favor though because mm-hmm. the parent might not be able to take a player somewhere, so a coach be like, okay, I'll, I'll take care of everything, you know, make sure he get to A and B and get exposure and stuff like that. But some people do have, you know, both parents yeah. and, and, and parents guiding them. Yeah. Like Imani Bates, like his dad was always in tune with what was going on. Like he was always there. And to me, people may think different, but to me that's a that's what you need. Your dad got to be there to like kind of guide you. And then when you get to high school, college, let, let you, you know, venture you off and do your own out. thing. Yeah. But a lot of the NBA players, you see that their dad was – with them, right. either coaching them or right. just with them, helping them guide them through the steps. Yeah. There's some players who, who didn't have no support system that made it, of course, but yeah. for the vast majority, a lot of their dads was active in their life and yeah. helped them out with the steps. Yeah. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, John Morgan. Listen, man, right now, as y'all can see, man, I got on the new Lilia Purpose podcast merch, man. It's going crazy right now, the t-shirts. I got the dad hats. People always hit me up. John, man, where can I get it? How can I grab your stuff? You got a website, you got a site, you got a site, you got a site. How can I grab it? I'm here to tell you, yes, we do have a site. All right? That site is www.lypp.org. O-R-G. Again, it's www.lypp.org. Go to that website right now, man. You can find our or uh, you can find a link to the YouTube channel. You can find a link to the audio platform. But you also can find where you can shop and grab your merch right now. Again, man, check check us out. We got the tees going crazy right now. The dad hats. Expect to see some new products on that site. Go right now. www.lypp.org. Again, man. A lot of y'all been hitting me up asking me about this link and this site. It's available. So do yourself a favor. Go through. Support. Shout with your boy, spend some money with your boy. I know some of y'all still got that PPE money. Come spend some with your boy, man. Peace. Man, 
<laughs> I, I seen I, one thing that I that I really appreciate about your uh your platform, um, specifically your IG, is that you know you talk about the good and the bad. And mm-hmm. one of the things that you highlight a lot is like, why are these kids doing drills on stuff that's not going to translate to yeah. the floor? Like, that's the big, a big thing for you. Right. And I seen one time, like, you know what I'm saying, a couple of trainers just slap back, you know what I'm saying, clap back at you like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. bro, he was working on a finish, but I still didn't really quite understand it. Yeah. But then recently y'all had had, like, you know what I'm saying, y'all got on, you know, live, yeah. I think I had a conversation. Yeah. Like, how, how often do people have rebuttals for what you you know what I'm saying what you what you saying on your on, on your platform my DMs are, are full of people you know <laughs> cussing me out for real saying call me right you know you talking this that you, right people say you a clown that's people's favorite word now is you a clown or whatever mm, that's, mm. A, that's a favorite word but right. I mean it's like people gonna say what they say but I sleep better at night knowing that I said what I felt like needed to be said yeah. like with the trainer I just saw out of context, him picking the ball up off a thing, you know. I'm like, this, this, yeah, that this, don't read. this look crazy. Yeah, that you know what I mean? Read. I don't care what type of concept you got. That seemed crazy. Like, when are you ever gonna do that in the game? Right. Um. And and, and Bron even commented on right. it with the with the shake my head. Right. I'm like, so I'm like, <laughs> I said, I ain't the only one. Yeah, I ain't tripping. But 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 dude came on my platform and he wasn't belligerent or anything. He could talk to me, you know, face to face via live, of course. But he stood on what he thought his process was to get a player to the next level where he wanted to be. And I still think it looked kind of goofy, but mm-hmm. at least he stand on what he do and the people that he's worked with and where they at. So he kind of he he firm in what he does with players. I still kind of think it kind of looked kind of goofy. That's why I ain't delete it. And I'm not <laughs> never going to delete it right, right, because right. I said what I said. And right. if it looked crazy, me saying something that people perceive not to be true, it is what it is. We all make mistakes. I'm never going to delete nothing. Yeah. But I, I appreciate him coming on there and talking to me and talking about the process that he takes players through to get them through yeah. where they want to go. But I mean. People DM me trainers all the time, but now now it's getting confused. Cause I feel like people messing with me. Mm, <laughs> you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, like people yeah, DM yeah. me stuff. I, I'm like, man, I, I be wanting to get on there and be like, man, y'all leave me alone. DM right. me this trainer right. stuff. <laughs> like, y'all ain't about to get me in trouble again. Yeah, 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 <laughs> man. That, no, it's um, and that and that's a, that's another thing I like about what you're saying, man. Like I. I like when people stand on what they said. Right. Like, listen, even if I come back later and recant what I said, I still got, I said it, you know, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I, I can appreciate people standing standing on what they said. Um, Have you seen any instances where, like, man, you may have said something about a trainer or something, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I, I was tripping, though. Let me go back and, like, you know, let me correct myself. Even though I said it, let me, you know, let me make amends for it. I mean, even with the last dude, the Michael Lancaster dude, I mean, like, I went to his page, and I never went to his page before. He was working with Kyrie Irving and Victor Oladipo. So at the moment, after I posted, I'm like, damn, what You know, <laughs> what did I get myself into? Yeah. But it's still, like you said, you got to stand on what you said. And I still believe that from, from looking at it, it looked goofy. But I never go back and – unless I put out a rumor about a kid that's not true. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a kid say he reclassing up, and then it come out not to be true. Mm-hmm. I'll go in there and be like, you know, I got I got my sources wrong. Like it happened with – Jalen Duran, mm-hmm. number one player yeah. in 2022. He said mm-hmm. he was reclassing up to 21, but then he took it back and said, no, I'm not. And then he ended up doing it. I just, I just left the video up. I, I apologize and stuff, saying I got the wrong sources and stuff, but I never really go back on anything I said unless I say something about a player that turns out not to be true, even though it turned out to be true with him. Sometimes I go back and fix things up, clear things up. Yeah, 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 that's good. Man, how did the um, how, how did the camp come about? How did, how did you start D-Rich? Uh, camp how, how did that come about I was, I was traveling um going to different people's events i'm like you know they they doing an event 
not trying to copy them or nothing, but I'm like, man, you know, if they're doing it, I know I can, you can do, do try to do something. Mm-hmm. So the first year, I'm like, man, I'm just, it's going to be rough. I'm going to invest. I'm probably not going to make no money off it or whatever. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm just going to try to get people to come to Akron, um, hire some people that I know here to coach. I know some coaches. I know some trainers. And, and try, try to see what the turnout would be like. Mm-hmm. And luckily it turned out to be better than expected. And last year, or this past year, was our fifth year doing it. So, Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. You see any other – Young black dudes having their own camps around the country? It's a few people starting to do it. But having a camp thing now is kind of like polluted, bro. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, because everybody's trying to have their own events, you know. I feel like I'm kind of like in that top tier. There's like three tiers, you know, people people that got camps that's been around and stable for a long time. I find myself to be in that top tier, luckily enough. But then there's a lot of people trying to just start. And I feel sorry for them because it's like, man, this basketball world is – Getting polluted with everybody trying to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, nobody being different, nobody standing out. So, but I'm still going to stick with my camp, even though everybody doing their stuff. But a couple of people trying to branch off and do their own camps too, which I, which I will encourage them to do. Yeah. You know, for, your, for the brand to build your brand up. Man, talk, talk about the process of that. Talk about the process of just like starting your own camp and like maybe some of the ins and outs that people have no idea that you deal with when it comes to those camps. I mean, if you want good players, you got to make phone calls and kiss a lot of ass. Mm. You know what I mean? You got oh, to be on them. Like, mm. man, you know, I, you know, I like your son. Man. I need him here. I need him here. You know, you got to be on them every day. And it might not even turn out that they're going to come. Oh, but you, you still got to make the phone call. You recruiting for real. Oh, yeah. You got to be on the phone. Like, you know, because if you believe in your event and you want the best talent. Now, you can just be like, man, I'll just get whoever come. You know, forget it. I don't care who come. But me, I want to have top-tier players here. So when they go to the league, I'd be like, dang, like he was really in Akron. That's yeah. that's that's what get me like hype. Like, dang, like he was really in Akron. Mm-hmm. Like like Terrence Clark, the kid who just yeah. passed away. Yeah. It was a blessing for him to come to my camp, bro. Yeah. He skipped the Under Armour event and everything and came to Akron. That mm. and that meant so much to me. I don't know if he understood how much that meant to me. So when he passed away, that was like, like, damn, like I felt like I had lost a family member. I'm yeah. like, man, he really, really did me a huge favor by coming down here. Yeah. Uh Imani Bates, uh, Chris Livingston came. Yeah. Uh, the number one player, Shaden Sharp, committing tonight at 7 o'clock. Mm. He came. He's from mm. Canada. Mm-hmm. He came to my camp. So it's just a – if you want players, you really got to be in tune and on the phone making connections so you can get the best talent here. Or you can just be like, I don't care who come. I just want the money and just I don't care. And how much, how much of that is based off of building the relationships? Because that's what I hear. It's like, you know what I'm saying, the importance of building, like, real relationships with these young dudes and their families. Not just, like, yo, come play in my camp. Like, yeah. I actually, like, you know, care care for this kid, but I want to, you know, see you on a, on a big stage. And, like, you know, let's do this the right way. How much of it is, is like, building a genuine relationship with the kids, too? Yeah, it's, 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 real, it's real big because Imani Bates, that – I consider him like family because mm-hmm. we that tight. When I first started, he was in support of what I did because me and his son kind of started at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, people would like to say I found Imani Bates. Mm-hmm. I didn't find Imani. Imani Bates is going to get found no matter what. Right. You know, I was just happened to be in a, at a garbage tournament in Chicago, and I saw a tall, lanky kid, filmed him, did an interview with him, met his dad, and his dad was cool people, 100% genuine, and we linked like that, and we built a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh Chris Livingston, he's from the city, so yeah. obviously we built a relationship. It's real hard to build, like, a solid, solid relationship. No relationship is going to be, like, a, a friendship. But, you know, just stay, in, just stay in tune. And if they support what you do, a lot of people supported what I did. So, it was like, you know, we don't got a problem helping a, a young brother out 
trying to do something positive. Yeah. So I'm gonna bring my son down and be in support of you and help you out with anything you need. Have you ever had to shy away from maybe maybe even was talent? Maybe if it was just like whatever it was, because you just didn't want to connect your brand to something that you was like, nah, I don't really, you know, it, it may be a little shaky or I just don't see it. Or, you know, have you ever had to tell people, no, like, man, I can't connect my brand to, to what y'all got going? Yeah, people people reach out and kind of want to do things for you and say, man, you know, let me sponsor mm. this and that. And I'm like, you know, what you trying to sponsor for? Like, I know it's, like, not trying to be nosy, but I know what you about. Like, right. what you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you trying to sponsor for? Like, I'm good. Like, right. I just keep doing, doing things the way I've been doing it. So people... Yeah reach out and try to sponsor stuff. And I'd be like, nah, I kind of turn it away. I just stick to the, the way I've been doing things. But as far as players, it's really been no player that I, I kind of shied away from. Maybe they – know what? Maybe their parents was crazy. And I'm like, I don't want to take a risk of this player coming down here and they don't make the all-star team and their parents flip out. So from that aspect, yeah, I, if I see your parents is crazy, sometimes I'd be like – I, I, the, the talent don't outweigh that. I got, yeah. I can't deal with it because I can't have no nonsense going on at my camp. But for the most part, I never really had turned down nothing except people trying to give money, and I'm not cognizant of why you trying to give me this money. I feel like it's a, it's something up under the table you trying to trying to do. Is is is, <laughs> is dealing with the parents and the adults the hardest part for you? It's, it depends, man. Because some parents can be crazy, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody think they kid number one. Yeah. Like if I come out with a top five list. Your kid could have been six and might not just made the top five list. You know, yeah. it just is what it is. They'll yeah. call me saying stuff or uh, saying my son is this. Parents, of course, it's your seed. So you're mm-hmm. going to feel like your son is better than everybody. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just got to be realistic and understand that that's not always the case, man. Like, yeah. you can love your son and want him to do whatever you didn't get a chance to do when you were a kid, but you can't live through him. Yeah. And every kid ain't going to be the next Kobe. It just don't work that it way. Don't, it don't work that way. Everybody can't be 6'8 yeah. or 6'5 or 6'6. Yeah. Six, six. yeah. Man, what about some of the um the politics between? Because, man, what you what you indulging yourself is in, in, man, this is big business, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is multi-million, billion-dollar business, especially with the AU circuit being what it right. is now. The NIL is, 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 yeah. is a thing now. So we talking about big, big business. Like, what's some of the politics that you see just happening Cause you, I, I didn't see you speak on like, look, this kid is dropping because he ain't with Nike no more. He mm-hmm. with Adidas now, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, what's some of the policies you see with the brands, like you know what I'm yeah. saying, like you know, a- actually taking place? People reach out to me all the time when I make videos like that and say, man, you right, man, look at this, look at that. If you're not Nike, you gonna have a hard time being the number one player. That's just that's just that's just facts. If you Adidas. You're going to have a harder time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you're Under Armour, you damn near ain't got no chance. <laughs> you know what I mean? You might be top 20 or whatever, but you're not going to be number one playing Under Armour unless you're just exceptional. And this is across the board on any ranking list? I feel like. Really, man. But I definitely feel like ESPN in the bed with Nike. They, they, damn. You know, they might. I might be like the Alec Jones of the basketball world. They might try to ban me off, ban me off this shit because I'm, I'm spewing out conspiracy theories. But right, it's, something right, right. That, it's something that I believe in. Right. You're like the Chris Livings, he didn't drop until he started playing Adidas. Yeah. I mean, what that? What did I tell you? Yeah. You know, I know players that's on Adidas that's ranked low, and I know players that's ranked high on Nike that maybe shouldn't be ranked that high. But I never get on my platform and say a player shouldn't be. This right, I just always say say what a player should, should be should because be. they kids. You know, right. I'm not about to right. say, oh, he shouldn't be ranked number five. He should be ranked number five. I don't do stuff like that because they kids at the end of the day. Yeah, but it's definitely politics, bro, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's 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 big business, man. Mm-hmm. You, you you know what I'm saying? So it's 
I'm, I'm not I'm not surprised to hear it, but that just should that shows me that like you know, man, this stuff can get evil, man. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We still talking about babies and their lives and their families depending on a lot oh, of these yeah. kids. Man, this stuff is, man. I didn't hear some stories, bro, about people getting bags, money before this. This before the nil. Mm-hmm. Players getting bags to play for this team. Players getting this and that. Man, listen, man, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Man, what's your what's your thoughts on the NIL and how that's gonna impact, you know, the youngsters and even the AU circuit and even the college circuit? What's your what's your thoughts on NIL? Well my my thoughts is man, the the, the big dog's still gonna eat. Yeah. Uh players being getting the bag. Mm-hmm. Definitely basketball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that ain't that ain't, um, yeah, that yeah. ain't that's not new. Yeah, yeah. Top dogs like schools like Alabama and football still gonna get the best players because they're yeah. gonna have the most sponsorship money people are willing to spend on this player. To market their thing, right. but one thing that I think people are gonna realize is that every player is not marketable. Mm. Like it may be hot now, mm. but what am I? What you drinking my water? How many people actually gonna buy my water from you drinking my water? Right. Right. So I think that like five years from now, people are gonna be like, uh, uh, me paying this player five hundred thousand dollars really not worth it because how I'm gonna get that money back on the back end? Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I didn't invest in some money and stuff trying to do ads, and I'm like, man, how does stuff work? Because I'm not really seeing the benefits of doing this. So I think that company's gonna see like every player not marketable. It's a few that's marketable, mm-hmm. like maybe like five every year or something. But every player not gonna return that revenue that you invested into them. Yeah. But the big dogs still gonna eat like Alabama, Kentucky in basketball. Yeah. Old uh, State. It's gonna be it's still, yep, still gonna it's still gonna be top heavy. I don't right. think too much gonna change. Yeah. But I just don't want players to <laughs> to feel like they they made it already. Mm. You know, cause that's that's something. Go to college and you. You fighting to get that bag. I just want to see how players going to react when they getting paid. Are they still going to work as hard? I feel like right. Nick Saban and coaches like that are still going to push them to work hard. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just wonder how hard they going to work when they driving to school in a, in a Hellcat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, even right. though players been doing that. Right. But, <laughs> but not a Hellcat. And they can just yeah. tell you, hey, I bought uh, this myself. I mean, it, bro, players about to be going to the club in sections, all oh, type yeah. of crazy. It's, it's Getting chains. Yeah. Going to Johnny Dang. It's about oh. to be crazy, bro. Yeah, it's about, it's about to be nuts. Because now they can literally tell you, this is this is mine. Yeah. I don't got to hide nothing. And they're they going to be flossing, bro. I remember I went to Ohio State campus. This is before the NIL. I've seen players, you know, driving nice cars. You know, in the club having a nice time, but now it's about to be on a whole nother level. Yeah, whole nother level. Yeah, because yeah. a player from uh, Ohio State, that quarterback just got one point three million. He's not even a starter. Ain't even a starter. Bro. He ain't even a starter. One point three million. <laughs> Imagine that on a college campus. Man, so what, what I'm what I'm curious to know about the NIL is like, how long are these deals in effect for? Is it is it a matter of like, all right? You get this money based off of you stay in school for four years. Right. Like, is it good for a two year deal? Is it like that's what I'm interested to know? This kind of logistics of the deals, which I haven't heard anybody speak to yet. Yeah, I mean, because football, you <clears throat> automatically I stay in school three years. Right, right. Uh, basketball, you can be one and done. So if you investing in a player in basketball, you probably know they're gonna be done after this year. I'm not investing in no player that's a, a it's gonna be a junior because you don't get no respect. Mm-hmm. Look at the Luca Garza dude; he stayed in school for for, for four years. But see, and- like like what I heard about, and granted, I'm not 100 percent sure. So fact check me on this. Um, uh, Hersey, Hersey Miller, mm-hmm. uh, Master P's kid, yeah. dude just signed that crazy deal at the you know at the HBCU. To my understanding, that's a a four year deal that's associated associated with that, like. Yeah, he gonna get the. I think it's like one point three something, something crazy like that. Yeah. But in order to get that, he's gotta be in school for three, four years. Like you know, what I'm saying, I want to know how many of those the rest of those deals are structured that same way. First, do you believe that deal? So I mean, 
No, no, I, I, I rock with Master P. I think it's incentive based. Yeah, okay, it might be incentive based. I think it's incentive based. Because I'm like, 1.3 million, like, I be thinking, like, how are you going to make the money back? Me just being an entrepreneur, I think, like, if I invest this, how am I making the money back? Is, yeah. is he going to fill up the gym? Yeah. Like, is he going to fill up the gym? But that's, I, I appreciate him getting the bag. Yeah. That's the, that's the biggest part. But I don't, I don't know. I, I Like, the kid, Bryce Young from Alabama, I heard about his deal, but I didn't hear, was it three years? I didn't. I didn't hear nothing about the, the specifics. Yeah. Maybe it's something I can look up. Yeah. They're going to have it on the internet soon, like how they do NBA salaries. So that's all I'm waiting yeah. on. I'm just they waiting for people it. to have it out there so yeah. I can be able to really look at it. <laughs> look at it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to get interesting, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's going to get interesting. Listen, man, I, this is the, I think this is the question that people really want to know, bro. Can D. Rich actually hoop? Like I, can, I'm, a, I'm a football player. Man. I ain't no hooper. Man. I'm a hooper. Yeah, I, I think that's what people want to know. Like no, I ain't no hooper, man. <laughs> not at all. I'm a football player. I can I can shoot threes. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. I'm not a. I ain't terrible. Right, right. I right. played in middle school, but right. then after that, I realized like I'm probably not gonna be six, 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 five. So I just stopped <laughs> and just stuck to football. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you put your. It seemed like you put your time in with the game. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. spending your time in the gym and actually, and it seemed like you getting with people. Who actually do you know what I'm saying? Know the game and just like you know what I'm saying. It, I, I don't think you don't know the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying. I can tell that when you some of the stuff you saying, it's like okay, he has a, a nice, a very nice understanding of the game for sure. Yeah, I man. I'm, I'm never gonna know the most about the game. I right. say that I'm always willing to learn. Right. When play, people around that know more about me, I shut the hell up because I'm yeah. not I'm not a basketball player. Right. I, but I know what talent is. Right. Just like the next man, I can look at a player and be like, just do next up. That's yeah. not really hard to do. But when it comes to the ins and the outs. I just shut up when there's somebody around that I know specifically know more than me. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, like if Brian in the room, I just shut the hell up and listen. Right, right. I ain't, I'm not saying nothing because I I don't know what he know. He know right. more than he forgot more than I know. Correct. <laughs> right. Facts. Facts. Man, what's your um? If you had to like break it down into values or just principles or just like building your brand and just how you know um even just how you apply it to your life but it is associated with building your brand if you had to name it down to five values or principles what would they be man work ethic um you got you got to be willing to put the work in you know uh, no matter what like even i see you wake up and go work out every day mm -hmm. that go into your brand because that gets you ready for the day yep and that you that translates over into your brand it make you feel better you do better yep. so work ethic no matter Doing a, this is work right mm -hmm, here. You know, you put mm -hmm. it in the work. A lot of people want the the money yeah, and the glitz and the, the glamour. The glitz and the glamour, but they don't want to put it in the work with right. it. Uh, next, I would say sacrifice. Mm. Um, you talk can't, about talk about that one. Stay, stay right there. Sacrificing like what? Sometimes traveling, sometimes shoes. That's a that's a problem that I used to have a, a lot of. Like keep trying to keep up with the Joneses and invest in myself to build a brand. Like. I to, you can't really do both. You got to pick which one you want to do. Because if you try to do both, you're going to be broke as hell. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. depending on what your income like. Mm -hmm. But that's something that I still have to, okay, do I want these shoes or do I want to buy this new piece of camera? Like, you got right. the camera equipment right here. Right. Some people are not willing to invest that because right. they want to get the $500 Jordans or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you got to sacrifice some stuff, man. Like, I haven't even traveled. I, I traveled across the country, but I haven't, like, traveled out of the country just because I'd be doing, I'd be so busy doing other stuff, going here, going there, trying to build my brand up. I haven't really sat back and enjoyed the fruits of my labor. Even though I'm not where I want to be, I haven't really traveled the world and seen all that I wanted to see because I've been so busy trying to just build my brand up. So I sacrificed 
that right now. Like, I see people on trips all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, man, I don't be going nowhere. <laughs> right. Like, they on the beach on the, on the jet skis. Like, I'm not doing nothing, yeah. you know, but I'm getting ready for my camp looking at that. I'm like, man, dang. Right. But let me let me get back busy, get back working. Right. Sometimes you got to sacrifice stuff for, for the greater good mm-hmm. of yourself. Uh, Give me the, three more. The next, I would say, man, is um, focus, man. Like, <laughs> You really gotta stay stay dialed in. I feel like because it's gonna be a lot of distractions out there, like to, to to get you knocked off your target goal. Like people doing this, people doing that. Because so many people go different ways as we get older. Like it'll knock you off. Like you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, you get around somebody who doing this and you easily influenced. You'll mm-hmm. stop doing what you're doing because you're trying to do what they're doing. Facts. So you really gotta be focused on what's for you, and not yeah. what's for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Definitely with social media, because we all either you gonna look at it and be jealous. Or you gonna look at it and be inspired? Yeah. Me, I'm easily, I'm not easily motivated to do something bad. I'm easily inspired to right. do something good, right. bro. Like right. I'd be like, I'd be like, damn, okay, they got that. Let me, let me, let me, let me do this. Like even with the hell, I say the Hellcats. Right. Like, I didn't, I didn't want a Hellcat. I drove with one. I'm up, it was like, <laughs> I, said, I said, man, I said, now nah, I, I gotta, need one. yeah, I gotta die. I might have to come SRT or whatever. You right, know, right, so right, right, right. it's just all about focusing and not getting distracted by what somebody else got because. I know it sounds cliche when somebody say what God got for you is for you. Yeah. I feel like that's true, man. Yeah. Whatever God got for you, that's going to be for you. Those are really my three. I know I got... Let me think of another one real quick, man. Give off the top, off top of the head. Ah, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> something, that you, something that you live by. Something that you you know, you know taking it with you no matter, no matter what. You standing on it. Oh, oh, oh man. Like, you got to... Um, what's, what's a word for, like... You got to have values, man. Mm-hmm. Like... You gotta integrity. In, integrity, you know, like Michael Mech said, even though he, it's cliche, you gotta stand for something or you fall for anything. <laughs> right. That that's true. Like right. people, like the most cliche stuff that people say, that's true. Like you yeah. gotta stand for something. You can't go like a lot of the stuff that's going on in the world. I I, I, I it just don't sit right with me. That's why I know one day I'm gonna say something on the mic that's gonna get people mad because a right. lot of stuff just just don't sit right with right. me. Yeah. No matter yeah. what people say, it it just don't sit right with me because that's not the way. It's supposed to be, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. you gotta stand for something and not just go for, let people get stuff off. And you like, oh man, forget it. Like, no, they say a coward dies a thousand deaths. <laughs> Another cliche statement, yeah, but it's true. It's true. Like, you go to sleep. You, you ever got into an argument with somebody? You're not even an argument. Somebody got over on you on something. You like, man, I should have. I should have said. Man, I said something. You know yeah, what I mean? I, yeah. I know that ain't what I'm about. Right. But I let it slide. Right. Like, no, you gotta. You gotta stand for. You can't let people push you over. You gotta stand for something, man. Mm-hmm. You know. And me, that's why I say what I say because I feel like. No matter what, I'm gonna say what I say, and I'm gonna sleep good at night saying what I said. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's that's what's about, man. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. One one thing that I also noticed, man, about your brand, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that it seems like you're doing a lot of things independently as well. It don't seem like you're doing any like partnerships with any type of brands and things like that. I don't know. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. true, but if that is, why why is that? Why are you strategic about you know continuing to build your brand and just like you know building the equity in, into what you got going? I mean, pride, maybe too much pride. Mm. You know what I mean? Being mm. like, man, I, I don't want no handout from nobody. Mm. Or you feel better when you do it by yourself, which is stupid. You know what I mean? It's stupid. Not you, necessarily, though, bro. But at the same time, you need you need people to help you out because teams is really what's going to take you to the top. Like, if I had That's a team, I need a team. Scale. It it's going to help you scale. scale. Mm-hmm. Like, I need a team. I need somebody making a shirt design. You know, Are you doing everything by yourself? Yeah, doing everything by yourself. Even when I do my camp, people are like, man, you do everything. People be parents be like in shock. Like, you do everything by yourself? Yeah, I make the rosters, uh, do the check-in, um, everything. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Everything. I 
get the filmers here. I, I pay the people. I, I do everything. I like to be hands on so I know what's going on. Right. Because once you <laughs> become hands off, yeah, you don't know what's delegating. Yeah. yeah, stuff starts looking it's just, tweaky. It's just, it's just so, a matter of you trusting somebody. Yeah, start, you can't always trust. You can't people always trust your, people, especially with your visions and mm-hmm. your baby stuff that you poured into. And and a reason why I don't want don't really have sponsors right now is because I don't want. To be handcuffed. I really mm. want to say what I want to say. I, I I feel that. Yeah, yeah. People come at me with little stuff like you. You want to be a part of this, a part of that. But I'm like, man, like at what cost? Yeah. Because if something happened and I'm not in agreement with it, and I get on here and I say something, it, it, am I still gonna be right. a part of whatever you got going on? So I'd be like, man, I'm just gonna stick with what I got going right now and build it up, and then things things gonna come along. Do you think? Do you think that it's a way that you can do both? That you can. Have your team, but still have your control over what you got going and your ownership over. So you know, it, it it may be a little bit more expensive, but do you think you can you can do both? Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's, it's a way to do both, man. But you gotta be completely focused. You can't work another job. You gotta be just one hundred percent. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm damn near ready to take that leap of faith and just be like, man, I'm about to just go one hundred percent. Like people probably think I'm going one hundred percent right now. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I'm going. Sixty percent. Really, man. Nah, hell no. Nah. Really, I can go. I, this days I go to sleep. My girl, like, what's wrong? I'm like, man, I ain't go hard enough today. Mm. Like for real, like she be like, she put up with my shit because I be like, man, I'm not. Like I feel like I didn't do nothing today. I didn't. I didn't get nowhere. There's days where I be like, man, I didn't do nothing today. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? What you think your um? If you had to look at something or pinpoint something and reflect, what do you think your weakness is? <sighs> or just not even necessarily a weakness, but just something that you want to not, not taking advantage of the opportunity. Mm, what you mean? Say, say more. I I got relationships with people, and I'll be in a room with them, and I don't ask them for nothing because like mm. my pride would be in the way. <laughs> right. Like people be like, "Oh man, such and such follow you. Why don't you DM them?" If I if I, if I was followed by them, I DM them every day and ask them stuff. It'd be my it'd be my pride being away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like people always say, you should ask you should ask Brian for something, bro. Like he see you grinding, he be shouting you out. You should ask him for something. I'm like, man, you know how I many people he got asking him for stuff all the time? Right. It's probably insane. It's been like that since he was 16 years old. Right. People ask right. him. Right. I'm like, I'm just going to grind it out and he'll see the work. But one time I did DM, mm-hmm. DM him mm-hmm. and ask him for something. Mm-hmm. And he actually did like he posted did. something in the story. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, like he really a, a hundred. No matter what somebody say about him, he a hundred. Mm-hmm. But I've been in other rooms with people. And I just didn't take advantage of opportunities and build relationships like I should have because my pride... Being away, like I don't want to talk. I don't want to be like a groupie, yeah, nothing like that. You yeah, know no, I, I, mean? I feel that. I, I, I wonder how much of that is just is so much of our male ego. Because I even struggle with that sometimes. Because like I play it too cool, you know, yeah. what I'm type of thing where I kind of just be a little observant, and I don't really want nobody to think that I need them, yeah, per se. And right. and I believe in my value, but at the same time, when you're looking at the bigger picture, man. Doing it in numbers is mm-hmm. like you said. It's how you scale. It's how you have longevity. Exactly. And man, like you know, we all need a little something, a little push. You know, you know what I'm saying. So I wonder how much of that is based in our own male ego, and we just it's a part of the it's a it's a part of the culture too, bro. Like we like, we just not getting to the point where a lot of stuff is acceptable, more acceptable mm. than it used to be. No, that's a fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. the like the mental health stuff that didn't used to be a thing. No, it's not. It's a lot of stuff that's acceptable now that wasn't acceptable. Now I guess it's cool to maybe ask somebody and and, and get like a, I want to say a handout, but you know get a little push in the back. But it used to be I got it on my own. I was, right, somebody right. was always take I got it on my own. Right, I don't need right, nobody. Right, right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Did it by myself. Did it on right. my lonely. You know what I'm saying? Right. That was just what was in the music. So yeah. we took it yeah. and we ran with it. Yeah. So maybe that's embedded in me, and I'm trying to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. And I, luckily enough, I got people. Well, somebody that's in my life that's trying to push me 
in that direction. Like, man, you got to stop. You got to lose that pride. Yeah. You know, like, you pride like is the devil. You feel like you better at it? Yeah, I feel, like I feel like I'm getting a little better. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking it day by day. I have my moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. It's a process, bro. <laughs> I have my moments, Yeah, you know? it's, it's, a pro- it's a process for sure. Yeah, man, what's your... What's the overall goals and vision that you just see for D, D Rich TV and just like the brand of D Rich? Like, what do you want to see it five, ten years down the line? Like, what, what do you see for yourself in the brand? Man, I, I, I see myself doing what I'm doing now on a bigger scope. Like, I want my voice. I always felt like my voice mattered. Even if it don't, I always for some reason in my life, I always felt like my opinion mattered. Everybody mm-hmm. feel like their opinion mm-hmm. mattered, but I actually mm-hmm. felt like what I'm saying is true. Yeah. And I feel like people need to hear what I'm saying. Even, even if it's not true to you, I feel like my, my opinion matters. So I feel like I just want to get my voice heard and just keep doing what I'm doing and just being true to myself and helping the youth out for real. Mm-hmm. Like I really want to be for the youth like mm-hmm. I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm 29 years, just turned 29 years old. So it's stuff that I haven't been through. I haven't been doing this since I was 18. Mm-hmm. So, so I've been grinding. So I feel like I got knowledge that I can get a youth. And I just want to go to that next level where I can – Help masses. Like, why you gonna start a podcast, bro? I, I do something about I, it. I thought about it, but it's like, what avenue am I gonna take it? Like, mm-hmm. I, I get on YouTube and I do like live streams sometimes yeah. where I have people call in, and I'm thinking about taking that to the next level, doing that once a week. Mm-hmm. For I got a dude that's in Dallas right now, me and him talking about doing some things right now. Okay. So, I, I think that's big because people do want to hear they self talk if they can call in and speak on a topic or subject or something like that. So I think that's something that I can do. I just got to figure out how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, I want, I don't want to be like an interview base where I got to interview a player all the time <laughs> like that. I want to, but I do want to do something with the LLC trying to get players to learn about that early mm, credit mm, because mm. with the NIL, like people start touching the bag. So they got to learn how to, how to do stuff. I done lost money in my life. Just being dumb, making stupid decisions. So, I'm just trying to help for real. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and and you know what, man? That's one of the things that I can tell from your work too, bro. I can tell it's a lot of service that you provide in your in your shit. And that's what I really, really appreciate about yeah. what you're doing. You can you can tell when people got genuine messages and genuine brands out mm-hmm. there. And yours is one of the ones that I can tell, like, oh no, he ain't just like, you know, got kids coming to the camp or like, you know, talking about kids. Bro, actually trying to like really do some stuff to help some kids, man. Yeah, for sure, man. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. Even if it's just one. Yeah. If I just help one kid change their life, I think I did my my, my justice. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But listen, man, D Rich, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you for coming out, man. This been this been wonderful, man. I know a lot of people gonna get a lot of value from this, bro. Um, this is this has been dope for me again, man. I, I remember seeing your brand at the beginning, but to see where it is today is amazing. Man, and, I appreciate and, it. And the beef right here from the city, bro, I'm saluting that 100%. I'm getting behind that 100%, man. So I appreciate you coming on, you know what I'm saying, and chopping it up with us for a minute on, on, the, on, the, on the platform, bro. Man, that, listen, I, I definitely appreciate you having me, man. I have to make it happen for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, no problem. So before we get out of here, man, I got like a couple rapid questions I want to hit you with. Um, And, you know, we'll go ahead and get on out of here. For cool? sure. Okay, bet. Um. Man, what are your intentions to end this year, 2021? What do you really want to put out there in the universe, man, and just kind of want to really be mindful about the stuff that you're doing? What's your intentions to end, end the rest of this year? My intentions is to show people that you can you can still be yourself and not a, not go by what's going on, man, to, 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 to become successful. Because like, I feel like if I would have been doing a lot of stuff different on the Internet, I probably would have took off faster, but it ain't me. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of goofy stuff that people do, and that might be them. That's a fact, and that's that's dope. It's a it's a world for that, but 
I'm just trying to stay true to myself and build like that and not try to be like a character. Yeah. Uh, I got to keep to put on act. Up, I would imagine in that shit, oh, man. Hell yeah. You see people getting all these followers, you're like, damn, I, just by doing that, but like, that ain't me though. So yeah. just, just, just showing people that you can stay true and, and still become successful and be where you want to be. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, I, the name of the podcast is called To Live Your Purpose, man. Um, what is what is your purpose and how is that connected to like what you're doing today? My purpose, helping the youth, man. I feel like that's that that that's me being the voice. A lot of people then said, you know, D Rich, you the voice for us. Mm. You know, little Dirk, he called himself the voice. But <laughs> they call him D Rich the voice of the youth. I didn't mm. say that, somebody else said that. Mm. But okay, I just, they stamped it. Somebody okay. else said it, they stamped it. I just I just get on the microphone and, and, and say what I think needs to be said and yeah. heard. So and the, and the youth, man, they need to, sometimes they need to hear that, man. Yeah, yeah. What's something about you that people would be surprised to know? Something about me that people would be surprised to yeah, know. Yeah, what they don't know about D. Rich, man? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'd be nothing that would be so. I don't really do, got nothing going on that's like, like whoa, like wow, like mm-hmm. that. Mm, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm really a simple dude for real, bro. Okay, okay. Like, watch football, uh, do what I do here with my purpose, and that's about it, bro. Then okay. lift weights. I'm pretty strong. All right, all Maybe right. they might might not think that, but I'm pretty strong. Okay. But I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, what scares you? Man, not not reaching my potential for real, bro. Like, that's like the you like the fifth or sixth person who wouldn't say that. That's real, bro. Yeah, like people yeah. dying every day. You like, yeah. man, like you never know when your time coming. Like yeah. dude, I, that's why every day I go to sleep. My like, man, did I do enough? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. some days I didn't. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. That's what's scary. your um? What's your favorite quote? Favorite quote. Hmm. The right team can change a role player to a superstar. Mm, I like that. That's hard. That's real talk. That's you a bar, If you got the right team, you can become a superstar. That's real yeah, talk. You know, yeah. you see it in the NBA all the time. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's hard. Yeah, that, that's hard. I like I like that. Um, what's the best advice you ever received? The best advice I ever from my dad, man. Uh. Don't follow them. Don't follow them. I don't. That's, Go ahead, man. <laughs> don't follow them niggas. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? like, gotta be a leader. Real bro. talk, man. Yeah, you know what yeah, 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 He's yeah. always say, "Don't follow them niggas." Mm-hmm. He's always say that, like yeah. people around the neighborhood, you know, doing what they want to do. Right. He's always tell me that, and I, as I got older, I understood what you're saying because <laughs> right, a lot of those people not 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 with us no more. Yeah. Um. If you could pick up the phone and call your 20 year old self, knowing what you know today, what would you tell yourself? In this episode. Don't spend that money. <laughs> Hold on to it. Hold on to it. You know, my, my mom passed away when I was about 20. I got like mm. a little life, little life insurance song. Blew it. Mm. Blew it. Blew it. That's Blew it. Crazy. On stuff that I don't even, phone pauses. This shit that you look back at like, man, what was I doing? No, rock revival jeans. And <laughs> for real, bro. Like stuff that's sitting in the basement. You're like, man, I spent, blew the bag on this crazy nonsense stuff, man. Right. So. That's what I would tell myself. Invest that bag. Mm, mm. That's what I would tell myself. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's a good one. But the, man, it's crazy, man. Because even myself, when I've ran through large sums of money, looking back on it now, I look at it like, bro, I had to have did that because I wouldn't have really been able to know the value mm, of like like yeah. today. So it's it's part it's part of the game, man. Now I feel like if I touch a meal, I feel like I'd be all right. Be like, oh, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't blowing it. If I, I, I touch I, it now, yeah, I'm good. What? I'm, all the way straight. But I done blew a bag before, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible no, it, feeling. It, it's, it's, it's like that. Well, listen, man. Um, Tell people what you got coming up, man. Tell them your social media tags, everything, where they can find you. Um, Yeah, give, give them all your information, man. Yeah, every social media, at DRS TV, that's YouTube, Twitter. I'm not really active on Twitter. Instagram, TikTok, 
everything D-Rich TV. And you can expect D-Rich to keep being D-Rich, man, giving y'all gems and, you know, correcting what's going on in the world with the youth, man. There's a lot of things that, that's going on that I don't speak on that maybe I should mm. start speaking on, but I'm scared if I do. They might start shadow banning my stuff. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in the world, man. Lil X, all that stuff. Going, <laughs> hey, a lot of stuff I stay away from because I know if I start talking about it, they might ban you, boys. But follow me all platforms at Drish TV, man, and just keep expecting good content, man. A lot of stuff on the way. Fire, for sure. fire, fire. Well, again, man, thank you so much for coming on, man. The last thing we have our guests do, man, is we have them lobby for a special guest to come on, man. We we've been building this thing, man, just grinding with the podcast. The brand is growing. We getting bigger and bigger guests we just getting the people who we want to have on here um one of the people that we want to lobby for next man is to have charlamagne the guy come on um a lot of people know charlamagne as the radio personality for the breakfast club but for those who do know um charlamagne is um he's a tycoon really in the podcast space mm -hmm. he got his own podcast network but he's also big in the mental health space which is something that you know what i'm saying i'm passionate about as well so um i feel like having him on this platform it, it could really be a a purposeful, no no pun intended, you know what I'm saying, conversation that mm -hmm. we could have, man. So if you could, look at that camera right there and tell Charlamagne the God why he should be a guest on the Leah Purpose podcast. Listen, man, look, Charlamagne the God, I see you always help push people. Mm -hmm. You got the network, mm -hmm. and right here, we got a man from Akron, Ohio, the mm -hmm. home of LeBron James, mm -hmm. doing his thing, shining a positive light on the city of Akron. Mm -hmm. In some dark times mm, going right. on around here. So right. this is something positive going on. And you in support, got your own podcast network. You never know. Live Your Purpose podcast could be on the Black mm, Network. Black Effect. Black Effect Network. So listen, Charlemagne, we got StreamYard, Zoom. All of that. All that. All that. All that. We can set it up, make it happen. I know you got the equipment over there. <laughs> 45 minutes, Charlemagne. I know you got it, man. That's it. That's Come it. on. Let's do it, man. Well, listen, man, another episode in the books, man. D-Rich, man, thank you again, man. Listen, if you want to support the merch, go to lypp.org. Be a subscriber on the YouTube uh, channel, Leave Your Purpose Podcast. Again, man, another episode. We out. Peace. <laughs>